This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you best. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed it is You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, great to be here with you on the BetQL Network. Every game here, Game 7, no hot take BS on this show. We bring you bets, we bring you sports. We are coming to you live today from the Odyssey app, from the BetQL app. We'll be simulcast by our friends at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern. We're on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Sports. We're on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash betql, and heard on radio stations nationwide, including on satellite radio, Sirius 160, and XM 205. As Ken and I bring you the wagertainment, we're talking all things sports betting, proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. We want you to download the BetMGM app and, of course, visit betmgm.com and do so on this T3. We got three words, and they all start with the letter T. Terrific Football Tuesday. Another couple T's before Thanksgiving. Five words that start with T. November 21st in the year of our Lord, 2023. Our show's on Twitter, at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram, at the Costos. Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. And literally, like, was on X right before the show. He's having a grand old time right now. Ranting. Ranting and raving. At, well, more more raving probably than ranting if, if, yeah. if the X is involved. Mm-hmm. At mm-hmm. Lockie Lockerson. And on this uh, terrific football Tuesday, we're going to bring you four phenomenal guests. And uh, obviously, like, we're not on the air on Thursday and Friday, so a lot of our Thursday and Friday regulars and Wednesday regulars will be joining us over the course of the show today and over the course of the show tomorrow. So Adam Chernoff, who normally joins us on Thursdays, will join us today on this terrific football Tuesday. Sam Paniotovich, who normally joins us on Phenomenal Football Fridays, will join us today on this terrific football Tuesday. Connor Allen normally comes on Thursdays. He'll be on today's show. And then talking some NBA with us today. And maybe a little National Football League as well. Noobs. Our good friend Alex Christensen stops by the program today. Talking NBA with us here on You Better You Bet. Plus, We're going to finish our handicap of Week 12 in the National Football League tomorrow. We're going to give you all our bets, obviously, for Thanksgiving, for Black Friday, and Week 12 NFL Sunday. So this will be the end of our initial handicap of the games, and we're not going to do any more because we're out of shows after tomorrow. We're out of time, everybody. Join us next week for Nitro. So all all our bets are coming up tomorrow. Stay tuned for an all-new burn notice. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of what it was. Burn notice was USA. Like, well, that's what was, when WWF what... would sign off. Yeah, it'd be like stay, silk stockings when we were growing up. And then like burn notice. T- like, oh, stay tuned for an all new suits. What was like, the okay, um, what was the uh, the show on USA? And it was like cops in California on bikes. Oh, uh, Pack like, Blue. Not motor- 
Pack yeah. Blue is actually good. Like Pack Blue is a good show. Is it I actually remember... good? It's a well, good show. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I remember about it. And I was probably like I don't know, like 13, 14 years old. Okay. I remember there were lots of beautiful women in like short shorts outside, like riding bikes. Yeah. And I remember being like, "Wow, this show is great." Wow, <laughs> I want to be a police officer. Is this what is this what it's like? Yeah. Right. Like it's just r riding bikes with beautiful women. Sign me right. up. <laughs> yeah. Please. <laughs> So I, I I don't remember what the uh, maybe maybe like Mike Brown will know this like what what show in like the late '90s would come on TNT af at the conclusion of WCW Monday Nitro? I remember I they went I off the air either. once famously, and I, and yeah. this is how big of a nerd I was. So Hogan was the champion and faced the Giant at the time, who later was the Big Show in WWE, and. Like the giant was a good guy at this point, and they went off the air, and it was the the se the series premiere of Robin Hood on on TNT, <laughs> and and as part of a hook, like to get more viewers for Robin Hood, they had yeah. Nitro run until like ten thirty, and like oh, during the commercial breaks of Robin Hood, they would show you what was happening in the Hogan versus That's Giant. Crazy! Match. I don't remember yeah. that at all. I used to watch Nitro yeah. during that time too. Man, I, I remember and, the Robin Hood show though. When you right when you said that, I was like, oh man, like what else? What else would like they have put episodes. on? Like like Charmed or something? Like I, you know? No, like Charmed is like things. no, Charmed is like a two thousand show. Like I'm talking like ninety seven right now. Okay. Like I need like, to well, know like I what mean, came on TNT after after Nitro in the late nineties. Right. Like Robin Hood was like the special thing that you remember. But what were yeah, what was like a like a late nineties Turner drama? Oh man. Let's see, we got Babylon five. <laughs> the clo Well, I'm trying to say shows in the nineties, let's see, like nineteen ninety seven. Oh, Lewis and Clark, the new adventures of Superman. That was a good one okay. for sure. Oh, we had was, the Hulk Hogan vehicle, like uh, Thunder in Paradise. Yeah. Oh, that show. That could have been on after. Definitely. Yeah. I think Thunder, in Paradise. Thunder in Paradise. That yeah. definitely could have been on. A Hulk Hogan vehicle. <laughs> Make of that <laughs> yeah. what you will. Yeah. <laughs> Following us here on Nitro, it's Suburban <laughs> Commando. Right. Followed by the Mr. network Mom. premiere of, of right. Mr. Mom. No, it was. Was it Mr. Mom or like Mr. Nanny? Oh, Mr. Nanny. Or, or just, there, or what just was Mr. Nanny. Mom? Was Mr. Mom something else? Mr. Mom's Michael Keaton. Oh, okay. A lot, of, a lot of Mr. Movies. There's a franchise that never got old. <laughs> well, there's there's definitely a really funny joke to be made here that I won't make. Yes. Um, and because we're going to give you all our picks coming up tomorrow, we will. this will be the end of our handicap of Week 12 today, initial, and then we'll pick the games tomorrow. So we will roll through the Texans and the Jaguars and the AFC South. How about the Broncos and the Browns? No one's going to confuse that game with Bernie Kosar and John Elway in 1986 and 1987 in AFC Championship games. But we'll talk about the Broncos and the Browns with DTR and Russell Wilson. The Cardinals and the Rams. Is Cooper Cup going to play? I don't know. Uh, pick the winner of the game, though. Pretty interesting in the NFC West. Sunday night football with the Ravens and the Chargers and Los Angeles, Monday Night Football at the Bears and the Vikings in Minnesota, and of course, games featuring the two teams that played last night in a Super Bowl rematch, and look like I lost my bet on the side with Kansas City on the Valdez-Scantling drop at the end, whatever, what like, what an awesome football game that was, like entrancing from start to finish, great defense, like offense, good in key moments, maybe not so much for Kansas City with all the drops, but Mahomes was obviously great, just a terrific, terrific football game that maybe is a Super Bowl preview, or maybe now you think, you meaning Ken, you meaning the person watching or listening, maybe you think the Chiefs don't have enough to get there at the end after what we saw last night. We will talk about it, we'll talk about Kansas City's game coming up on Sunday on the road in Vegas, it's a big number, can the Chiefs cover a big number? 
numbers at this point. If they're never going to score in the second halves of games, we'll discuss. And we'll talk about the Eagles game coming up on Sunday. How good is this? The Eagles go from, from uh, I would say, the frying pan into the fire. But I guess this is like the fire to the frying pan. As they go from at Kansas City to hosting Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. So we'll hit all those games coming up Week 12 in the National Football League as we move along. And like a wars conversation, of course, coming off of last night's win uh, for the Eagles. Where, as you might imagine, Jalen Hurts is now the favorite to win NFL Most Valuable Player. The sole favorite atop the board. At BetMGM. It's Tuesday. You know what that means. It's day two of Lochmas. Ken Barkley is going to tell you how to bet Heisman Trophy right now in the great sport of college football. And Power Hour, final hour, all our bets for tonight. We'll find out if Tyler, the creator of winning college basketball bets, has any college bets for us then. I'm guessing he will. Like some good games on the board tonight. And uh, there's no hockey, so we'll give you like like, thoughts on like five or six NBA games. Yeah. Some NBA. Just kind of like okay uh, NBA too. Yeah. You play the card. You, you play the cards you've been dealt, and those That's are the cards you've been dealt today yeah. on this terrific football Tuesday. So we're locked and loaded on this Tuesday, a couple days from Thanksgiving. Uh, not that we're counting, um, but just real quick. So we are, what, seven, seven, hours, and 50, seven hours and 52 <laughs> minutes of showtime until vacation. Uh, Ken yeah. Barkley, how's it going? Yeah, and by and by vacation we just meet like consecutive days off for the first time since Labor Day, which would be uh, which would be a lot of fun with a trip in Vegas thrown in there in the middle of it for good measure. Um, doing well. I, I guess we probably just have to start with the game last night, right? Because, I mean, that's, yeah, cool. Like, NBA was fun. Hockey was fun. Whatever. Uh, there's a ton of stuff to go over from those two sports, but that stuff can wait. You're you're right. You were So you were clearly really into the game, despite, like, rain, low scoring, 21-17, the Eagles win. Valdez can't, like, drop is the biggest play of the game. God, the Kelsey fumbles, probably the second biggest play of the game. Maybe fourth and 25 is the third biggest play of the game. And those it's like, are all which Chiefs bad drop Chiefs or offensive right. miscue? Like, basically, like, rank right. them. Like, which, which so Justin it, Watson drop was your favorite of the night, <laughs> of the several? So I, I guess, like, uh, we can, maybe we just kind of go back and forth here, just, like, things we thought when we were watching the game. It sounds like the first thing you thought or maybe you were just kind of like teeing me up to see if i felt that way is like do we think the chiefs have it like do we think they like i have them in the bucket i had them in the bucket coming into this week i mean i I still have them in the bucket but like i have them in the bucket coming into this week it was them in san francisco and cincinnati we had to remove cincinnati from the bucket because joe burrow was removed from the bucket he's in the offseason bucket now and he'll get ready for next season so it's kansas city and and san francisco no browning bucket (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, so the it's those two teams. Okay, like, do I want to make any changes? I, I'll speak for, I don't. I actually really don't want to make any changes to San Francisco as the second team, too. I feel really good about that. Like, I, I think I'm good with, I still think I'm good with those two. And I, like, I, I actually, I'm confident I still have the champion from those two teams. That doesn't mean I, can, I can't be beat. I can be beat by Baltimore, maybe. I can be beat by, especially if they get the one seed. Maybe I can get, get maybe, maybe the Eagles, maybe some, maybe Miami. But uh, I, for me, I, I'm not changing the bucket. And uh, and we can kind of talk about why. But it sounds like you maybe are are having second thoughts about the Chiefs as this, like, sort of tier one Super Bowl contender. Never. Right. Never waver. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, I'm actually coming out of the game and like, look like I wish they had won because, you know, want to win my bet. <laughs> like, well, yeah, that was kind of I, a my cowboy kind of stuff, a like Valdez Scanling, that's that that drop affects 20 leverage. Yeah. 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 Because they lose like that game, and obviously that, that Dallas is everything. more alive to win the division. Yep. Yeah. Now when yep. Dallas plays them, there's a chance the game won't matter. Um, and we'll talk about like awards and the one seed and whatever. Now the Ravens might be the one that might affect whether Lamar wins MVP or not. Like there's there's a lot of things that come out of this, and uh, 
and not many of them were good for me. Although, I mean, I, there are like, there were some other things that I guess were okay, but yeah. I, so you're not, so you're not worried either. Well, how about this? Like, why aren't you worried? Well, I, I would say like a little worried only because, you know, like we've actually, we've never seen Mahomes play like a true road playoff game. Like it's always been either an arrowhead or like, or like new, neutral games. I know they played like in Tampa, the Super Bowl against the Bucks, but it's a neutral game, right? The Super Bowl. So he's never gone on the road in the AFC playoffs, never went to New England to take on the Patriots, never went to Baltimore to play the Ravens, etc. Um, and I guess like you could make a case that maybe when it comes down to it, you know, the the second half utility it feels like they're like less focused I guess which is which is very narrative-y and something I can't prove but like Kelsey had like a bad drop on, on the final drive like you, you normally never see Kelsey do it I know some people will bring up he's probably distracted by the Taylor Swift stuff I don't know like he's a human being like that's probably true like it probably is I'm not even saying that as a criticism if I were him he's going to the Hall of Fame on the first ballot he's already won a couple couple Super Bowls I'd be dating Taylor Swift too not a criticism of him as a human but but like, listen, like he probably is a little distracted, right? Like he did things last night that are uncharacteristic of of him. Like maybe the greatest tight end that's ever played. For me, second behind Rob Gronkowski, but I mean first ballot future Hall of Famer, right? So there are there are holes you could poke in the Chiefs a little bit. But when it comes down to it, Ken, in the aftermath of the game last night, I was texting with a friend about this, and he really likes the Ravens, my buddy. And he's like, if they get them in Baltimore, definitely like the Ravens. And I'm thinking in that moment, okay, I lost my bet, this sucks. But if now we get an opportunity, and by the way, the Chiefs at BetMGM are still the favorite to be the one seed. Baltimore currently the one seed in the AFC. If we get an opportunity to bet Kansas City on the road at like a plus price, and I don't, I don't even know, maybe the Chiefs would be favored on the road in Baltimore. I don't know. We can talk about that. I mean, I'm just, I'm never not betting them. I will always bet them to win because their defense is still the best. The defense was magnificent last night. They are there. That defense is awesome. They still have the best quarterback. Get all the drops out of the system now. And may, maybe it just goes on like this. And like they did, the receivers just can't catch Detroit the ball game. and they'll lose. I'll yeah. just, Detroit game season opener is another good example. No Kelsey in that game, obviously, but still like they received. Receivers dropped a lot of passes, a winnable game for Kansas City. Um, I I just, and I'm willing to be way wrong, and I'll go down with the ship. I will always bet the Chiefs. I will always take Kansas City, and, and I will live with whatever the result is because I have that quarterback and that defense, and I'm willing to right. lose. And it's also worth noting, you're you're still very likely to have home field advantage. The the updated market this morning was the Chiefs were minus two hundred to be the one seed still in the AFC. So we're talking like Chiefs at Baltimore is like oh. something that's going to happen. MGM like, is your home to do this, then Ken? I think they're like plus uh, one ten right now. The last I saw at MGM to be the one. Well, I was going to say like here's here's the Chiefs schedule. Like I mean, you tell me here's the Chiefs schedule the rest of the year. Like you can be as down on them as you want. At the Raiders, at the Packers, home against the Bills. That's the toughest game remaining by far. At the Patriots, home against the Raiders, home against the Bengals, which is Jake Browning now. At the Chargers in the finale, will they even have the same coach? Like I just, you know, it's it's this this is a fourteen and three, thirteen and fourteen. Like if there was a market on how many wins will the Chiefs finish with at the end of the year, and I could bet thirteen or fourteen for any price, I would lay my life savings on it almost. Like that that's what it's going to be. They're going to put thirteen or fourteen up. Uh, can the Ravens do that? And get the one. I don't think anybody else really has a realistic chance to do it. So it's like, can it's basically like, can Baltimore do that? Yes or no? That's what the Chiefs are going to be. They're going to be thirteen and four, fourteen and three. They're going to be the one or the two. It's still a pretty great place to be. <laughs> it's still like a place that you would want to be with, like you know, the best player of all time. Also, like how many teams have a player 
who can make the plays that he makes. And yeah, be like, yeah, the guys dropped the passes. How many can even how many can even throw the ball on fourth and twenty five like that? Zero. How, like maybe Josh Allen. Like how many people can even like how many people can throw the ball perfectly to Valdez Scantling in that key moment every single time right on Tom, the money? Tommy DeVito. Couple. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like I mean, sure, maybe maybe eventually i don't know just yeah i'll take the guy who can actually do both those things because you know who has like a player who can do both those things maybe nobody and maybe not ball by the way like lamar making either of those plays i don't know all right on the other side more fallout from the eagles beating the chiefs last night on monday night football nick and ken just getting started here on a tuesday you better you bet good protection aired out He gets matched up one-on-one on Bradley Roby, and Roby, there are not many guys who can run with this guy, and Roby cannot, and that ball was perfect. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman with a call last night on ESPN of like the pretty, I would say it's unbelievable, but like really, like anyone that actually like pays attention to the NFL are you really shocked that, like, MVS dropped that pass? Like, that's what MVS does. Like, he runs past people, and then he gets open, and then either he catches it or he doesn't. Like, usually doesn't, but he's really fast, so he gets a $30 million contract last uh, last offseason from the Kansas City Chiefs. And how cool is Mahomes after the game? Like, never, ever throws anyone under the bus, said, like, maybe he could have made a better pass. It's like, Pat, Patty. The pass was great. Patty, <laughs> like, Patty, Patty, Pat, Pat. <laughs> Patty, Patty, buke, Mah- buke. We, we, all, we, all, we, all, we all saw the pass, Patty. It's pretty solid. The guy's got to catch it, obviously. Justin Watson, fourth and 25, ball goes through his fingers. Kelsey with, with a huge drop in the game. And the Eagles emerge with a 21-17 win. Like, great win for Philadelphia. Puts them in pole position for, obviously, the one seed in the NFC playoffs now. Jalen Hurts, the favorite to be NFL most valuable player. A lot to get to, Ken, from a betting perspective off of Philly's win last night against Kansas City. Um, any direction you want to take it, we can, we'll go to the award markets at some point here. But, um, obviously, like, we'd still talk about the game as well with Philly winning 21-17. Right, yeah, I mean, the drops, and then especially, like, the Kelsey fumble is just, like, such a crusher, too. Like, it sets it set everything that we just went over play-wise. Like, that fumble sets all of that in motion. Also, it's, it, and he escapes this kind of unscathed because of all of the drops and everything that happened. The decision to punt from Andy Reid from, like, you know, opposing 41 or whatever it was, the ball goes into the end zone. You get, like, what was it, 20 yards of field position out of it. Now you can be like, well, he's supposed to pin him. It's a defensive kind of rain-soaked game, so maybe that's a better idea. And to be fair, like, the Chiefs leaning on their defense is a little more defensible this year because it's really good. Uh, But still, like, you have Mahomes and you have a fourth and short to medium. Like, I just... Like aren't, aren't we aren't we going for that like every time, guys? Like, and it's like, opponents on, also, know? right? It's, yeah. it's like, 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 like you're not playing like like the the dregs of the NFL. Right, like, you're playing the Eagles or something, right? Yeah, it's it's, it's just it, so that that decision's also interesting, and you know, I feel like it's a lot of anti-chief stuff or a lot of like, well, they did stuff wrong, um, but that that is that is kind of like the theme of the game for me. Like, because the defense did, they pressured Jalen Hurts. They did a really good five sacks in the first half. Chris Jones was electric in the game. Coverage on A.J. Brown. Like, I mean, they're trying to throw these screens because Hurts has no time to throw. The Chiefs are blowing up the screens. Like, it's just, it's really, you know, a couple great plays by Devontae Smith. The, you know, and we'll talk about, actually, we'll talk about the brotherly shove when we do MVP conversation, I think, too. Like, it just, a lot of 
third and fourth and short conversion type plays, goal line conversion type plays. And to be fair, like that's an area where the Chiefs have been really bad this year. Like they don't, they don't have a thing like that. Like they don't do that. And they have like kind of tripped over themselves in the red zone a lot. Whereas the Eagles are almost like ruthless in terms of like their attempt to get into the end zone and how they do it. That's a strength. Like that's not, it's not some accident that they just do that every time. Like they have the unstoppable play. Um, so it, yeah, it was just really interesting, but yeah, like big picture wise, let's be honest. Like we did the chiefs to the end, to end of the last segment. You, you hear the schedule. Uh, I believe the tiebreaker because they don't play Baltimore this year is conference record. I believe that's the tiebreaker and the chiefs are guaranteed to win conference record. If they're tied already, they have one conference loss and the Ravens have three. So the Ravens literally have to run the table and the chiefs have to lose one more time in order for the Ravens to be the, like that has to happen. Now the Ravens have a very easy schedule too. Like it's, it's, it's actually kind of a picnic for them also, just like it is for the chiefs. So this is going to be an interesting race potentially between the two of them, but I, you still would kind of be like, all right, yeah, I think the Chiefs are just, I think they're just going to win basically every game the rest of the way. Maybe they lose to Buffalo, maybe they don't. And that's probably it. And I would like their chances of getting the one seed if that was the case. And by the way, if they get the one seed, and even if you love Baltimore, and Baltimore is having almost like a historically good regular season, not from a record standpoint, but from like a metric standpoint. Okay, cool. Like they still have to go there. And it's like Lamar on the road in a playoff game, maybe with Andrews back, maybe not against this guy. And who's going to be favored? And who do you think is who do you think is not betting? Who do you think is more likely to win? Like it's still the Chiefs. So then they're in the Super Bowl again. And then what are we even talking about? <laughs> you know, it's like, and then we're in the Super Bowl, and we don't know who the opponent is. And maybe it's Philly, maybe it's San Francisco, maybe it's Dallas, but probably not. And then we get to have the same conversation we had last year again. So like, yeah, like tough loss, really, really tough loss. Also, do, does it matter? As fun and awesome of a game as it was does it matter? Like, I, I kind of think they're just going to be the one at the end of the year. And then like, are we even talking about this game anymore? Aside from, I guess, like whether the drops will, will creep up in an inopportune moment in the postseason. Yeah. Like really, really tough to disagree. And like, as I told you in the opening segment, like I, I feel like Kansas city's going back to the super bowl. I feel like the chiefs are going to solve this. And I think they're going to win the super bowl, like better to have games like this now. And even if they have to go on the road, like I said, in the AFC playoffs, it's that defense and it's this quarterback. And I'll always take that. And I'm willing to be wrong. And I'm willing to lose money on that bet. If I get to bet on the great Patrick Mahomes and this awesome Kansas city defense. So I think the AFC part of it is covered for now. And like, we can have a conversation about, you know, if Kansas city is going to be vulnerable like this is going to be Baltimore is the team most likely to take them out. Do we think like Miami's percolating as a team that can maybe like round into form? Can the bills get like nuclear hot down the stretch? And we can have those conversations in the AFC. I think you and I will both pick Kansas city, but it's at least like they are a little vulnerable. It feels like now with our offense being what it is. So that's the AFC portion of this. Um, what about the NFC with the Philadelphia Eagles coming out of this game? Because I'll speak for Eagles fans right now, Ken, that listen to the show. They will probably hear the opening segment that we just did. And you were talking about the bucket, right? And you had two teams in the bucket. Three, including Cincy. They're out now with Joe Burrow out. Kansas City and San Francisco. And you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't really feel a need to add another team to the bucket. Which means you don't think the Eagles are going to be there at the end. Um, they did win on the road in Kansas City last night. Uh, I... I, I think they're really awesome. I think I probably still like San Francisco a little better, to your point, but I mean, like, wow. A really good win last night, even with all the drops from Kansas City. Thoughts on the Eagles and the NFC coming out of the game? Well, it's interesting, right? I, I should pull up my spreadsheet just to, to support this with some evidence, right? Because it's going to be like, all right, you know, here we go again. Like, you bet the Eagles win total under last year. You were dead wrong, which I was, and I lost money on it. And, uh, and you know, they get all the way to the – I didn't bet against them 
uh, that much in the postseason. Uh, liked them against the Giants in the divisional round for sure. And all right, like, what? Like again? Like, do you just have a blind spot for this team? Like, what is it? And it's it's actually it's not even that I like don't like them. I just think if they played Kansas City on a neutral again, I would think Kansas City is more likely to win. And that doesn't mean the Eagles can't win. It'll be a small spread game, just like the Super Bowl was. Just, I would like Kansas City more in the game. I think that's okay. I think it's like okay to say that. I think it's okay to say like the Eagles are the third best team. Because I really, is that harmful to anybody, really? Uh, so I, I think that's okay. Um, why would I like San Francisco? I, I think San Francisco's talent is a little better this year. And that shows through, by the way. The Eagles, it's actually kind of interesting. Obviously, like maybe one of the most talented teams we've ever seen last year, the Eagles roster and what they were able to put together and were able to retain a lot of that talent, obviously lost some defensive starters. Goddard's not playing right now, but like it's, you know, still like a really, really talented core. And yet a lot of their overall numbers this year are way, way worse despite their record than what they were last year. Their DVOA splits are seven offense, 18 defense. I mean, this is like last year, they were like one, 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 every stat you could possibly imagine. Number one at everything. It's not really like that. Defense can kind of get cooked at times. Yards per play, their bottom half of the league. I just, okay. Like, I, like, yeah, they, maybe they just win all the games. Maybe they win all the regular season games, especially. I, I think they're awesome. I just would prefer these other teams. And I think it's okay to have that kind of nuanced opinion. They're really good. Um, depending on who they draw in the playoffs, I'll probably bet on them in a bunch of the matchups that they would get or think they would be likely to win. Um, but we'll, it'll be really interesting um, these next couple weeks. And we can we can kind of transition to like maybe like a, an Eagles NFC season long conversation here because it's okay. This was the toughest one of the four that are coming up here, right? So it's Buffalo. It's home against Buffalo. It's home against San Francisco, and it's at Dallas. And of the four, I think we would all agree like this was the toughest one. This was probably the only one where they're going to be a dog. The Dallas game, they'll probably be a really really small favorite, probably less than three. The San Francisco game, they'll be a favorite of less than three at home, maybe three exactly. And then the Buffalo game, which we'll talk about, they're like three three and a half in that game, so they're going to be favored in the other three. This was like the really tough one, and they got it. Like there is a chance that they just win all these games. These are coin flip games. They're a really good team. They can win all of them. They could go 16 and one this year. Could totally happen. Uh, I don't think any of us think that's the most likely outcome. So when we talk about MVP, coach of the year, these kinds of markets, I, I think the most likely outcome is like they take at least one loss because on average, I think they're going to take at least, the market would tell you on average, they're probably going to take like at least one loss. I mean, how many times can you flip a coin and land heads? Sure, heads can happen four times in a row sometimes, but you know, whether it's like the gaudy record or the awards, this is a really rough stretch. I, I still think they're going to lose, drop at least one. Um, and we can we can play it out both ways because I think either way it plays out, it's really interesting. You better you better here with Nick and Ken on a Tuesday. Uh, fallout from the Eagles win on Monday Night Football against Kansas City in the Super Bowl rematch. And just because like, and we'll, we'll do this a little later in the show, I think we'll have time to do it. You know what? Honestly, like maybe we shouldn't even do it. If the season ended today, I think this is the worst set of wild card games in like the history of football. If like the season well, ended today, these the games Chiefs. are brutal. That's what you were saying. Like we were talking about the Chiefs, like who can go get them? We did this last week. Look at the teams that are in right now. Yeah, but boy, I can't wait for Kenny Pickett to go to Arrowhead and get that win can, or can DTR. Like, like honestly, right, like. A like Joe Biden needs to like, you know what? Like he he's down in the polls right now. Yeah. He, you want to get your poll numbers up? Like come out now in front of the nation and say you will not allow a wild card weekend playoff game of Kenny Pickett going to Arrowhead.
Like also, you will ban fewer candles that. on the cake. Maybe next time would be good too. But <laughs> but in addition to that, that maybe a ban. <laughs> like, like when I'm that age, when I'm that age, please no one come near me with that much open flame. Please, when I'm that age, like, bad things like, can happen. <laughs> I think like his face was gonna melt. It's like that. Well, like, just, it's, it's like dangerous. Yeah, it's like yeah. it can't move very well. Uh, but yeah, to your to your point, yeah. So like. It, it feels really top heavy, right? It feels like we, it's Kansas City hosting someone on one side and it feels we're careening so fast toward Philly, San Francisco again on the other side. And this boy, this feels a lot like last year and, and the NFL doesn't usually work like that. There's at least like a couple trip ups along the way and a couple new teams to go with the old teams. Doesn't feel much like that. I guess Kansas City's opponent in the AFC title game will be like the new team in the mix. Maybe that's Miami. Maybe that's Baltimore. Yeah, whatever. The new team will have the honor of losing to Mahomes in the AFC. It was like, well, who's sure. the new team that's going to lose to Brady this time? Oh, Blake right. Bortles, step on up. Right. So that's but that so that's like a postseason conversation, right? It's like when we get there, and this is all we've done so far, right? When we get there, what do we think happens? Okay, like regular season wise. The Eagles are now much more likely to be the one seed because they won that game last night. They're much more likely to win the NFC East, even though they play Dallas in a couple weeks. That game loses meaning because the Eagles can still maybe have a game in hand when they play the Cowboys, where they can keep a one-game lead even if they lose the game. Could definitely still happen. Okay, that's cool. Uh, what do you make of the fact that Hertz is the favorite to win most valuable player? I actually I think this I think this race got so much more interesting because we got that result last night. Because we got that exact game and that exact and you can see it already and stuff that's going on in terms of how people are talking about this. What do you what do you make of the fact that he's favored? Like just and I'll do a lot on it too, but like what what do you make of that? That he's now like it's him and then everybody else. I I, I think it's right. They're gonna they have so you think he's the most record. likely player to win. Um I guess like you could make a case that like says. If, if, like, Baltimore is going to be the one seed and, like, we don't think that's going to happen, we think Mahomes is still going to be the one seed. I don't know Maybe if Mahomes... the two with a big record. I guess, if, yeah. I guess, like, if Kansas City won out of, like, every other team... It, it feels like Mahomes is very unlikely to win at this point with the way he's... Even if Kansas City goes 14-3, and three, he might be unlikely to win. If a team on the other side, like, if the Lions win a ton of games or the Niners end up winning out or the Eagles only have one loss right now, I yeah, I, I, I do think Hurts is the most likely to win. I'm guessing you disagree with that or you have another player that you like based on the way you, you frame that. But uh, if they're going to go 15-2, and two, and, you know, I think, like, you, people can spin narratives any way they want. I can easily spin the narrative, and, like, I'm a big fantasy football player. Like, he's he's not just, like, why he's such a freaking stud, man. He's not just, like, one of the best quarterbacks. He's also, like, the best short yardage running back ever. Ever! They get down by yeah. the automatic. You're six points. It's ridiculous. You go against him in fantasy. Devontae Smith catches that pass at the one-yard line. You're like, I'm done. Like they score. Don't even do the play. Just walk to the sideline. Six points. Send out Elliott for the extra point. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do think he's the most likely to win. I don't know if he's going to win, but I do agree with that. I'm guessing you don't. No, no. I just I play my cards close to the vest. I didn't want to like tip you off how I was feeling one way or the other. I, I think he's the most likely player to win, but I don't think it's by a lot. Um, I, I think that this market's going to get really interesting because I actually think Mahomes is very unlikely to win. And Tua is very unlikely to win solely because of perception. And I think this is going to get, I think this has the chance to be the, it has a chance to be the most subjective, toxic MVP discussion that we've ever had, because you're going to have like six quarterbacks with the same stats. The Eagles are going to have the best record, but I don't think anybody wants to vote for Hertz in like a lot of different kind of voting blocks. I think he's like the basic candidate quarterback on the best team. Like it's easy to get there. Also, the numbers aren't great. <laughs> so like uh, you'll, you will have, I think, a ton of resistance and you do already. 
like among like people with big followings ton he's not people he's not the mvp right now like how can that be true off the game that we just watched last night i think it has a chance to get and toxic honestly could sometimes create really good betting opportunities because i do think there are a couple other ways this could go yeah, so I'm just looking at the board right now. So and we could talk about this more on the other side. Hertz plus 250, Lamar plus 400, Mahomes plus 450, two is five, then draw a line, just like BetMGM has. Brock Purdy at 16, Josh Allen 18, Dak Prescott 18, CJ Stroud is 18 to one, Trevor Lawrence at 25, Jared Goff at 30. And then like, we could talk about other players also, but though with non-quarterbacks if you want. I don't know, I, I, I feel like... If the Eagles are going to win all these games and they're going to go like 15 and two, I I just I do I feel like Jalen's going to win. But we can talk about it on the other side. Like Ken, if this is going to get toxic and get a little crazy, uh, who are some candidates that might be worth placing our money on? We'll talk about it coming up next here on You Better You Bet. Here comes the Eagles' specialty: the push and the penalty flag on this play. A touchdown is the call. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Yeah, spoiler alert, it was, it was, it was offside was, on the Chiefs. It was touchdown. Yeah, it was touchdown Eagles. When, they, when I, they first ran that play and the flag came out, I thought that was going to be on the offense. I thought it was going to be too. one of those offsides on the linemen. Yeah, and then it was Me wasn't. too. I thought so as well. I, it just, I, is it like, is it the greatest football play ever? Right. Well, that's this is this is going to be my. Th- I mean, this leads perfectly into the MVP discussion because, like, the case for Hertz, the easiest case by far, is like, yeah, like big record, sure, but like if he has a big record and someone else does, their numbers are probably better. Like, what will we remember about this season? Like, what will the season be defined by in like a, a few like short like kind of points? That this play, everyone's now trying it. Some teams are bad at it. The Eagles are the best at it. This guy's the best at it. This guy scores every time. And they're the best team. Like, this is the defining play of the season. This play that they run. And he's the guy who runs it. So, like, yeah, the numbers aren't as good. Also, they're 15-2, and two and he runs the defining play of the season. Like, it's, it's again, you'd be like, well, it's narrative-driven. Welcome to this entire discussion the rest of the season. This is what it's going to be. This is what it's going to be. His numbers won't be as good as the other guys. They won't be. Like, did you see the stat line last night? They got three impossible games coming up. You think the game, think the game is going to be way better? This is what this is kind of what it's going to be. It won't be rainy. The Chiefs' defense is good. So is the Niners' defense. So is Dallas's defense. Like I just, you know, this is probably what it's going to be. So the narrative is literally going to be: he's the quarterback of the best team. They have this play. They win all these games, and everyone else is going to throw stats back at you. And that's what the argument's going to be like. So get ready for that for a while. Do you, uh, do you think he can catch Jokic? Is there a racial component to this that perhaps we should bring in? Because that always well, makes everything well, better. Well, no, because be like, because yeah. like when you say like the MVP race is going to get toxic, I'm just thinking like, is this going to be like MVP, NBA MVP? And like, I'm not even well, talking about like, 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 like racial. That was literally, like, yeah, if you but... vote Jokic, you're a racist. That was literally the narrative last year. Yeah. So, so like, that's I, which, I think which this... hurt. And Embiid won. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Jokic won the title and now everyone wants to and vote Jokic for won the title year. and he's inarguably the best player in the league and it's not even close yeah that's right so, uh, that's good. so so yeah I think this is it's and like it's I guess you're right like it is kind of shaping up to be like a wild MVP race this year so I, I read the odds going into uh into the last yep. break you asked me kind of like who do I think is most likely to win I, I I think it's hurts even if the stats aren't there I agree for kind of the reasons kind of the reasons that we laid yeah. out like they're gonna have a huge one loss record and he's just I, I get it like the passing it they they get down by the goal line, they score one hundred percent of the time. It's, I, it's honestly like I right. look. I 
I know this is not like the betting conversation, but like this is also like kind of a fantasy thing, right? I, there has never been a single player. I've been playing fantasy football literally since the mid '90s, literally since the mid 1990s. I, I, there's never been a situation where like a, the, they get into this into this sequence here, and you know exactly what's going to happen before it happens every single time. It is, it is incontrovertible. He is, he's Thanos. It is inevitable. It's absolutely ridiculous. It, and maybe it's like, oh well, it's Jason yeah. Kelsey in the offensive line great Jason well, Kelsey is. you don't but, but you yeah. don't start Jason Kelsey in fantasy you start and, Jalen and you don't give MVP to offensive lines you know that's don't. right so like that's that's what happens right plenty hey pl by the way plenty of quarterbacks won MVP because they had great offensive lines by the way like no that's that's no new thing at all um so yeah just when we think about MVP uh to like I'll, I'll tell you kind of how I see the tiers shaping up and then I think it would be actually really fun to play out if the Eagles do this who wins Okay. I think that's actually like the most fun way to do it. Because it, it's this isn't like anybody showing up right now, like the bet has to be this. Be like, actually, like you gotta you gotta figure out who's gonna win like three or four really key games coming up to really know like who you think would win in those situations. Unless you think it's hurts no matter what, which I guess is possible, but it doesn't seem very likely. Um okay. I so they can still lose the division pretty easily. Not about easily. I mean, they're like they're a pretty big favorite to win the division, right? <laughs> Not only easily, but, saying, but, but like, like it will happen they, sometimes. They, yeah. they they could lose right. to Buffalo and they could lose to Dallas. Yeah, and they could lose to San Francisco, definitely. So that's and those are those are three very tough games. Those are their three next games. Uh, I I think Hertz is the most likely player to win because it's by far the easiest case to make. If they're the one by a couple games, and it's and he's the quarterback of the team, and they're fifteen and two. Then like the, then like I, that's it's the easiest and you will read a lot of social media and hear a lot of yelling about like EPA, like all of, like advanced metric I'm so cases good for on all this stuff. a lot I'm of so other quarterbacks. The what I frequently find in these situations, and it could be true. This will be a good litmus test, by the way, for this theory, is that there is always a silent majority in these situations that will actually vote for the thing that's easiest to understand. And they're just not the ones doing the shouting. And the people that are doing the shouting are the ones that are upset that it's not their guy, that it's not Brock Purdy and it's not Dak Prescott and it's not Josh Allen and it's not somebody else. Guess what? Like beneath that, there's a silent majority that's all just like, yeah, Jalen Hurts. Hey, he's like the best player. He's the like quarterback of the best team. They have the Make best Hurts record by MVP far. This is always how it's done. <laughs> yeah. So, and in the NBA, in the NBA, the the advanced metric community, like it's kind of seeped into the voting a little bit. You can see it in terms of like, we haven't had a weird MVP in a while because it's always like, well, who's number one in all the plus minuses? Like, that's just the guy who wins. This will be in it. And people will be like, well, EPA has been kind of predictive. It kind of has and it kind of hasn't. And it hasn't been around that long for like to be predictive. So I think this is like a really good litmus test of, okay, like maybe the guy who's number one in EPA wins. The most likely player to be that would be Brock Purdy at the end of the year. And there's certainly people just shouting his accolades today. It's just like, all right, cool. Um, is there a silent majority that's just like, what? Like Hertz has a bit, like, especially, and they're going to play in a couple weeks and we'll talk about it. Like if, if X team wins, what happens? Um, so my, like kind of my tears right now would be like Hertz is the most likely player to win. I think Lamar is the second most likely player to win because they can be the one. He was ahead, but everyone who wrote anything in the middle of the year, including some people who were like either vote or connected to people who vote said Lamar Jackson. So like, I have to wait that again, who cares what I think when people tell you what they're thinking, just believe them. Okay. Like he has to be given consideration here. And I think the third tier is Purdy and Dak. I think that's like, if things get a little weird and a little messed up record wise, then these two players are, are, have, ch have a chance to win. And if they don't, if they think, if the records don't get messed up very much for the top teams, 
I don't think they have a chance to win. So that's kind of how I see the tiers, but it's kind of like we can play out the permutations too, right? Like, and I think it all depends on the Eagles. What do the Eagles do? Okay, permutation one. The Eagles win all the games. Hurts every time, not even close. Well, probably unanimous. Gets every vote. Yeah, but what about and like you can argue about with that? EPA, whatever, throw it in the trash. Hurt. They win all the games. He wins, definitely. Okay, they lose to the Niners, and either other than that, both teams win all their games the rest of the year. This is like these are the things that I think people are thinking about when they yell Purdy or when they like I, I you know I bought a lot of Dak Prescott. They're going to play the Cowboys in a few weeks. Like we can play it out where like what if the loss is to one of those two guys? And they play really well in the game and everybody else wins all the games. Then what happens? And then I actually Hurts. think it gets kind of interesting. I think that's the nuanced discussion. I I, I think it would be hurt still. I I think it's at least not a hundred percent. Like if they win all their games, it's a hundred percent. I think that's Agreed. when things start getting into it, right? So it's like so okay. But but I think even if it's okay, uh lose to the Niners, beat the Cowboys, win every other game. You have two losses at the end of the season. I don't, I can't tell you like if they lose to Purdy, that Purdy wins, or if they lose to Dak, that Dak wins. Like, I think it takes more than that. I think Hertz still wins in those permutations. So it's, you got to drop two of the next three. Can like I then this, that's how things. Can get I try here. and simplify it? Yeah. Is, is it, yeah. is it like, and like quarterback of the one seed in the NFC or Lamar Jackson? If Lamar has like big stats. And no, because like Detroit could be the one. Okay. And like, and, and you and don't I, think and I, Zero. Campbell like I, would, I would never bet him. Yeah. Campbell, Campbell will win coach of the year. Uh, so I, I think like, okay, if, if the Eagles win all their games, it's hurts. If they win all their games, but one and it's to Purdy or Dak and both, and the, the both teams involved win all the rest of their games, I think it still hurts, even though people will yell a lot. I okay. Agree. Like, let's say they lose two. Let's say it's Sunday and it's, to one of the other contenders. Now what? And that's when things have a chance to get really nuts. Yeah, that's that's what you need if you want this to get like really crazy, I think. I think if it's just like one more Eagles loss, I don't think it even matters who it's to. And from a betting standpoint, like you're if you if you, this is why like okay, yeah, Purdy can win. Honestly, like you should just be slamming the Niners in that game then and get the money then. Like, because if they lose that game, he's never going to beat Hertz. <laughs> like, it's never going to happen. Hertz is going to beat him head to head, have a better record. They're going to be like, well, Brock Purdy's EPA. Like, that's going to do it. Like, no, people, like, again, I think, I really think there's a silent majority that's just, yeah, it's Hertz. And you can tweet all you want about the other guys. Awesome. Sounds great. So I just, it's, yeah, I think from a betting standpoint, you do want it to get nuts because that's how the big prices come in. But at the same time, like, you, if you need the head to head win, you need Purdy to beat him. You need Dak to beat him. Now that we're here, now that they beat the Chiefs, which stinks because I bought Dak, like hoping the Chiefs would win and I wouldn't have to do Like, if you think it's Dak, now my advice is going to be, now that they beat the Chiefs, now my advice is like, you just got to bet the Cowboys in that game. Like, you just got to bet the Cowboys because if they, he, they have to win in order for him to win MVP. And there's a way that if they win, he still may not win, but he has to win for your ticket to be live. So like, you might as well just bet him in the game then. And I, I think that's how you have to play it with Purdy and Dak going forward. They have to win the head to head now. Like there's no other option, I think. And I, the statistics, honestly, like statistics be damned kind of in that discussion. Um, if, if the theory is true that the Eagles could lose once to either Dallas or San Francisco, but end up with the one and Hertz would win MVP. The other thing that's unsaid there 
Philly has one loss. San Francisco and Dallas both have three. Like, you also need, like, that team to win out and to not lose again the rest of the season. Right. right. Yeah, you're totally right. And uh, the other wrinkle in this, because I, I think I made it sound actually simpler than it is, even though it's not that simple, is what do we do with Lamar Jackson's candidacy? What do we do with this? They're going to play a, a they're going to play a game against the Chargers this week. Perfect weather, terrible defense, great opportunity to put a lot of points on the board. Easy schedule the rest of the way. Like if they're the two, normally like if I didn't have any midseason anything, I would dismiss Lamar's candidacy pretty easily because there isn't like an overwhelming statistical case and Hurts is likely to have a better record. But everyone who did any talking in the middle of the season said Lamar Jackson. So like I have to at least consider that. Like this, this was very helpful last year with a couple awards. We got to the end and was like, well, remember like that guy was what everybody said. Isn't it just that? And that was right. Brian Dable coach of the year was a great example. Like that's what everybody said. Market said Sirianni, like he dropped, he drops a couple games. Like what, remember when everybody said Dable? Remember everybody said that? So I, I don't like Lamar's candidacy, but he has to be live too. Like I just, so how do you insert him into this NFC discussion? That's the trick uh, and you also mentioned like the, the tush push being the, like the play of the season. Jalen Hurts, 24 touchdowns this year. Lamar Jackson, 17. Hour one done, hour two for you coming up next. Adam Chernoff giving us bets for week 12 in the NFL.